the worst moments of our life. Hey, girl. Hey, that's bad. Uh, so speaking of like worst ever experiences. That is the worst ever. I don't feel so good. And that was my worst audition ever. How bad can I be? <laughs> and we feel the pain is best served funny. Welcome to Worst Ever Podcast. I'm your host, Christine I'm, Wait, stop. I was looking at my phone. Well, you're, you <laughs> snooze, you lose. Hi, mm-hmm. welcome to Worst Ever Podcast. I'm your host, Ala Khaled. 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 What, what, do you know how Khaled. to say your name? I get, it's, it's, it's the, uh, it's about the way it rings and as I, as it flows. So it's Ala Khaled. It's Khaled. It's Khaled. Khaled. Yeah. God, please. K-H. We have coronavirus. Corona. Stop. Corona. I'm wearing stop my mask. <laughs> Rob's looking at the microphones like, great, no. I got to clean that later. Listen to me. I just got off a plane from New York City. Multiple planes. You've been everywhere. I was in Portland, staying in Lake Oswego, mm-hmm. uh, where there was an outbreak four miles away from us. They closed the elementary school and the Nike store. And, um, oh yeah, in disaster. Oh yeah. I had to hide it from Alyssa for three days. She had, I had the whole, I had the whole set of this movie that we were working on. I had the whole set uh, on lockdown with talking about it, even though it was, because she's now obsessed with TikTok. Oh, so she's okay. getting me into the TikTok, which we did a TikTok. I don't understand the TikTok. It's hard. What do you mean it's hard? Well, you got to like, there's a lot of like. I, how, what, what is it? I don't Explain. know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Are you singing to a song? Well, you're like lip syncing. Lip syncing. Or like like funny. Like I, I did a Kardashian thing with her. You should okay. find it. It's on her thing. I'm off my social my right new now. TikTok name is Allah One Khaled. A L A A One K H A L E D. Anyways. So then I had to go to this wedding in Brooklyn, uh-huh. this Italian wedding, which was fantastic. Oh, right. This was the cousins. Yes. Yes. Went to this wedding. It was fantastic. Uh, but it's in the middle of like the corona outbreak. So, you know, I, I got masks. I went black market masks. Black market masks. Well, I had people. I'm, I randomly went to this restaurant called... Um, I think it was called Tavern on Cruise or something like that. And I'm sitting at the bar having a drink and run into someone that we knew 15 years ago. Who? Annie. She was in our acting class. Oh, curly haired Annie. Me. Yeah. Right. So she happened to have Corona mask kits <laughs> that she had from years person? ago. No. So I was like, will you? I ran into her. I haven't seen her in 15 years. She's working at this bar. I, the first thing I go is, do you have any masks? Because she has kids. She's like, I actually do because my friend works at the hospital. And she handed me all these masks like a year ago. And I just have them. I go, can you bring them to me tomorrow? <laughs> so I got masks. Oh, my God. And then I had a friend that worked at Sherman Williams in uh, Jersey who they sold out of 20 pallets of masks. And so the next pallets that came in, he got me a box of them. So I have masks. I like that you're wearing a mask around your neck as if that's going to do anything. Well, it keeps protecting my neck. Okay. All right. Anyway, if you have brought any kind of virus into my house, well, I won't know for two weeks. I won't know for two weeks. It incubates for two weeks. So there you go. Okay. Well, (laughs) there we all go. All right. Anyways. Anyways. Um. Well, we had speaking of viruses. Uh, we had like forty kids here on Sunday Uh, for Georgia's. I saw. I saw the video. I know. Can you believe that many people came? I thought for sure people were going to drop off. Being like, oh, large gatherings. Ooh. Yeah. Well, nope. no. Everyone was, everyone Everyone was loves excited. a free cake and a gift bag. Yeah. Georgia wanted the princess party. Uh, it was more of like a royal theme. My parents are here. They it had looked a little medieval. In medieval, yeah. It was like, it was royal. It was like medieval royalty. Um, but she had the best time. And we took a picture of all of us together. It is so funny. I zoomed in on her face and she looks like it's like the DVD cover of the crown. She is like <laughs> wise, unrelenting and just, just so in character. I mean, it's unbelievable. So she had the best time, greatest time of her life. Bouncy house, Elsa, princess Elsa, AKA Samantha from princess party collections Hilarious. came and read a story. How much princess party? How much mm, did it cost? I think princess party collections was like two twenty five for an hour and a half. Yeah, Samantha's making good money. Yeah, to read a story, do some twirling and some face painting. That's not a, not a bad gig on a Saturday. Yeah, her wig was a. Her <laughs> wig could have used maybe a little bit of hair brushing. Freshen up a little fresher. Yeah, but, yeah. you know. Right. Uh, so that's where we've been, and I'm off social, and I'm really enjoying it. Not that you've ever been on it. I'm you don't on know it. How to do it. I just don't know how to do it. And then I'm getting comment. Like I, I do love that that little. Um, 
Instagram thing where it makes you go do 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 that whole that thing. I saw it on super your, zoom. Yeah. Oh, you just figured out the super zoom. I'm obsessed with it. Oh my god. <laughs> it makes you sound pretty and fun. Yes. I that's all I've been using, and everyone's annoyed by it. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's all I know how to use. That's all you know. But then I is. send it. I don't know if I'm sending a story. I don't know if I'm post. I don't know what I'm doing, so I can't actually find it. Because, and then I can't find where the comments. I I don't. I just want one Instagram tutorial. Okay, I'm happy to give one. You to keep you. saying that to me, but then you yell at me when things are, you know, <laughs> like fix this. I'm like, I don't know how. Ugh. Fine, I will right, do it let's today. Forget you. Let's talk about our next guest. Okay. Her name is Kate Casey. Yes. She is a mother of five. That's right, five <laughs> children in age range from one to ten, guys. And she would have more. She would have more tomorrow. She, so maybe she's certifiable. We don't know. We're going to get into it. She has a podcast called Reality Life with Kate Casey. Which if you I love. like the reality, love. you got to listen because she breaks it down. And we were just on hers talking about a not so great show that we <laughs> that I sadly uh, picked to watch. Next in fashion. <sighs> Next in fashion. Don't just skip it. Um, but don't skip her podcast. Isn't it funny great. how they like at the end, they're like, they announce the winner and they're like, and you're next in fashion. And I'm like going, they're next already in fashion, fashion. asshole. Like, they're, nothing's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. Yeah. It's, they get 250 grand that to what do what? Do? To do what? To buy more fabric. They've already got a collection. <laughs> they fabric? Got, <laughs> I don't know. I don't get right. it. Kate, welcome Kate. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. By the way, what does $250,000 really do for them? I don't I'm know. Sure. By the time yeah. you get the gift tax. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like maybe it's like yeah. 110. I don't yeah. know. Maybe? How did you start this podcast? So about four years ago, I went to the network with the idea of tracking down former reality stars. Because I felt like um, it. Was, I had a previous professional career, started having children, and had pursued kind of writing and comedy. And I had always been obsessed with reality shows. Ditto. And I kept thinking of people that were on like the first season of a real world. Like what happened to Norm? Now? What what happened to Julie and Eric? Where is Eric Nice? So I went to a- By the way, Norm lives here. I yes, see him all he does. The time. I've interviewed yeah. him. Yeah. yeah. So I went to uh, a network and said, I have this idea. Can I track down former reality stars and ask them how it changed the trajectory of their life? And so it kind of started out that way and through the process. Um, it's really everything that's un- in unscripted. So I interview reality stars, directors, producers who create reality shows, docuseries, and documentaries. And I also ask a varied group of guests to watch something and review it. So for anybody who loves unscripted TV, it's like right up your alley. It's me. I Any mean, like show you can think of, uh, yeah. I could probably I've probably interviewed someone for it, reviewed it, or have you have you interviewed I Love New York? Tiffany Pollard, yes. I've not because she's really hard. Okay, there are a couple people that are very hard to I get. I love her. Tiffany Pollard heart is hard to get. Flavor Flav is somebody I would love to. I talk love to. Flavor Flav. Flavor Flav. But my favorite <laughs> episode was interviewing the producer of that show and also the Brett Michaels one. I've oh never laughed so hard in my entire life. Rock of Rock of Love? Rock of Love and Flavor of Love. It's like the best. The same guy made both those yeah. shows. Yeah, VH1. I mean, I'm like, is this the greatest job ever, ever? And he said pretty much. It just, it must just like, in some ways, the show just writes itself. I mean, so, yeah. the, the caliber of people that come on, the, the talent they're vying for, it's like, just a shit show to start for with. For that show, for example, he said Brett Michaels did not know how to date women because he just had groupies. Right. So oh they had to God. teach him how to date. Right. Like you ask them, how are you doing? Right. Where are you from? Oh, my gosh. Because he was just used to girls like opening Throwing a door and themselves. having a girl like want to give him a blowjob. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, I don't. No, it's great. Whoa. It's so crazy. Yeah, I watch every every reality show except for like shows like – Dr. Pimple Popper. I can't and do that either. I, I'm not into that. No way. And like my 600 pound life, not, oh can't my do God, it. I can't do it. So I cannot do it. Me, that's my threshold too. But I am, the shows where you can be a fly on the wall, those yeah. shows I'm obsessed with. Have I, you seen Family Karma, the new show that debuted this week? I just saw it um, at my hotel room in New York City um, as I was falling asleep and I watched. So, uh, you know, it's hard because I know that kind of show on Bravo, you you got to give it a chance yeah. because it's shots of sunset, but for Indians. Yes. Right. And it's a little bit more comedic. The, yes. the, the um, 
behind the scenes stuff, the break the fourth wall that they're doing is kind of interesting. New trend, love it. I agree. It has to be done. I agree. I agree. So that's interesting. And I, I come from a first uh, generation American. I, I am first generation American. So the foreign aspect of it and the adults in it makes it even more interesting because they're so there's no filter with them because mm-hmm. they really don't know what's going on. Yeah. They probably don't understand where this is going to air or totally. what, you know what I mean? Cause even my dad to this day goes to my brother and myself. I don't understand how you guys get paid. Like he's still, he's like, I don't understand. Yeah. So you just, I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, you know, he doesn't yeah. get it. And it was really hard to get into the entertainment world because our parents were so, you know, we grew up in clo- the clothing industry. We grew up in a mall pretty much, you know, it was like, so he didn't understand how people make money in this. And so, mm-hmm. I did a reality show with the people who did Honey Boo Boo. Okay. Um, um, and it was around my family. And it was called um, – at first it was called Yellow Yasmin. And then we changed it to Crossing uh, Bourbon because it took place in New Orleans. But it's all my it's, – it's based on my cousin's life. She has a clothing store, a women's clothing store that is – Really, pretty much catered to hookers and strippers. Okay, um, right. but she's they have an Instagram. It's amazing. It's called Rio Mid City, um, but she's Muslim, and yeah. so she's religious. So it's a great th- dynamic, right? But I networks so were freaked out about the whole Islamic thing. Oh, okay. Understood. So you know what I mean. So, anyways, the yeah. I'll have to send you the uh, sizzle reel because it's you have to. It was it's, so funny. It's she's so like funny getting getting the you know the girls ready for the clubs. And she's like, "Oh yeah, girl. Mm-hmm. That mm. looks great. Let, wait, you need a you need a smaller size." And these yeah. girls are coming in, and they're like getting uh, ready to go to the clubs or go work the, the corners. Right. It's and then meanwhile, crazy. she's going home, and she's telling her girl, her daughter, she's like, "You're not dating until you are 19 years right. old. Like, yeah. there's no you know, dating. There's no you're, dating. You're gonna get engaged and get married. That's yeah. it. Which is we're not what's going out of the house. You know? Like, they're so strict. So, but anyways, like, it didn't work it out, and um, it, the show was fun. And it's not a show that we – I accidentally pitched that show to the production company. We, were, uh, Alyssa and I were pitching another show. Yeah. And um, they're like, mm, and, and then I go, well – and I showed them a video of like – And I like, feel like the best shows have come from moments like that. It's exactly what happened. Anyways, we shot it. It was great. But those are the kind of shows I love. So that Indian show yes. is going to be fantastic. I agree with you. Uh, the best shows to me are I want to peek into someone else's world. Right. I don't want to see what my world is like. Right. I want to know how other people live, what their way right. of life is. And it's a bonus if I get to learn something in the process. Correct. So I like that show because as the cast member pointed out, 20% of the world is Indian. And it's bonkers. That it's the first docu-series, docu-reality show with an all Indian cast. Mm, mm-hmm. So I am kind of interested in all of these rituals that they do and these events that they all do. All of them came over, all the parents came over in the seventies and eighties. So these families have truly grown up together. Right. That's how we were. And they, the best part about it is they know where all the skeletons are buried. hundred percent. So I love a show like that. Another show that I would love is um, I like stuff. That's like the cul-de-sac kind of mm-hmm. template where mm-hmm. Everybody lives together in the same neighborhood and you get to pull back the layers like who's married to who. And I suppose my obsession kind of goes back to when I was a kid. I would always take out my mom's yearbook from Radnor High School and ask her about the people in the yearbook. Okay, who dated who? And when you went back to the reunion, was he a loser? And did they stay married? And how many kids did that they have? And that's I feel so like I am like that through life. I want to know. That's exactly how I am. What are your parents' names? How yeah. many siblings do you have? And where did you grow up? And yeah. did you ever go back? And oh my God, what happened to that old girlfriend? And do you look them up on Instagram? Like that's the way my brain works. Yeah. And I'm, I, I went to high school in Orlando and um, I still keep in touch with my friends from high school. And like my one friend, Kelly Bishman, um, she like – She'll call me from like the super Walmart and be like, I just ran into blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, okay, what's going on? Yes. You know, yes. Yeah. And so that's what we do. We're like, yeah. and we start our phone calls with, give me the gossip. I love that's it. how give it starts. Give me the gossip. And then we have VIP techniques. We call them VIP techniques to like, <laughs> like if, like, for instance, like I, when I go home to Orlando, I arrange like a reunion with every, I'll put on Facebook or whatever and go, I'm in town for two weeks. Pick a day to meet up at this bar. Let's all get together. Dr. Phillips High School. Um, let's meet up, blah, blah, blah. And then we'll use our VIP techniques to get all the gossip out of everybody to Amazing. get what's who's. So good. Yeah, I salute okay. that. I salute that. Saluted. Yeah. I saluted. I saluted. Um, yes. I, for a couple of years, uh, was sort of the Andy Cohen 
of a couple of, for a reality show. She's for the, the host. Reality yeah. Roundups. Um, I did the reunion shows for Party Down South and Party <sighs> Down South Two. I interviewed someone from that show that I found absolutely hilarious and he it was like he shared the name of another celebrity and i'm trying to remember but he was the the, the real south guy <laughs> well well <laughs> to say Do you know there's a crossover now with that so and yes. and uh Florida Florida Bama 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 Bama. oh but that's I, right i mean i found the whole thing fascinating I, first of all i loved working for 495 I think Sally mm, Ann yeah. is, yeah. is amazing. She created Jersey Shore and she created this show among for, uh, Florida Bama Shore. Um, but she's she's just like the smartest, the most hilarious, understands what she's doing to a T. Yeah. And I asked her so many questions. I was like, so when you guys are filming this, because I watched, you know, the entire seasons because yeah. I had to know what was sure. going on by the time they would send me links and I would watch the whole thing. And I was so into it. You guys. And what? Uh, sorry. What? It's an important emergency break. What? Don't break. Don't. Yasmin is texting me. This is the one that the show is about. And she's like, you got to call me right now. So just, I'm going to give you a little something here. This is a gift, Katie. Kate. Katie. Well, no, I get called that too. Okay. This better be good. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, wait, that's, I hate FaceTime audio. I'm sorry. He doesn't know how to he work the phone. I don't know how to work the phone. I don't know how to work the phone. Nightmare. Okay. Here we go. Daddy. Hello. Hey, I'm here. Yeah, um, it hung up, but let me get him on. Hold on. Okay. She's calling my uncle, um, who's... Obsessed with the gossip of the family. (laughs) And he's about, he's going to, right now, I can promise you, he's going to talk about everyone in this family about how angry he is. His name is Kareem. Get ready. Is this too late for me to be adopted into? Yeah, but sorry, the phone got cut off. So you're going to go, you're waiting on up a, what are you doing? You're waiting on up a Joe's phone call? Yeah. Why he got a call? I thought you were going to go visit our mall. I'm going to get an email. Yeah, he changed his mind. What do you mean? I thought, he, I thought y'all were going. What happened? I got everything in the car. Just go. Get my car in Baton Rouge and we'll go. And he called okay, me and said they have a problem with Joe. Or with the thing, he was in New Orleans. Yeah, he was in New Orleans. Uh-huh. So just for his friends. He's looking yeah. for a store, huh? Yeah. Why don't you? Why don't you? But why are y'all not gonna go to Tampa? What happened? I thought you were going. You told me. Hey, to we do wanna go. Why? I don't know between him and Maria. I don't know. I do wanna go. You called me this morning. Okay. Tell me what you want a problem with the lady and her daughter. Said, what the fuck the problem for? What's the problem? <laughs> it's our brother. Why you? No, it's not a problem. No problem. Why you scaring them? Let me talk to them. No, it's not a problem. They don't mind if y'all go see Amo. Yeah, right? Amo's my uncle who's dying with stage four cancer. Oh. Don't want you to have the story. We're going to do your house. We have a legal bill on the court. Oh, we're going to do different facility. Different facility? Uh, oh, that facility is no good. One bedroom should it be, I think, 800 a month or 1,000 a month. I will. The check for sure. They should be a pity. Check for sure. Here, you said. Know, I'm sure Gia doesn't mind if you guys go. My aunt would. That's waggy beef. <laughs> that we, my dad sued. Oh my God. Does everybody in the family have nicknames? I do it for the podcast. Oh. I've got a huge fight with my cousins. Okay. All right. So listen, that's just you a just little- hang up on that? I sure did. Well, I'm, I was on mute. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So she'll call me and three, she'll three-way call me so I can hear her dad because he always like, he'll say Does stuff- Does he know you're on the phone? No. So he'll- Amazing. Now he's- I'm recording a podcast. Uh, this is all allegedly. And then, uh, so I- uh, but they don't even have a clue what a podcast is, so no, it no, no. matter. But no, it, it's, it got dangerous because I was talking about my family on the podcast because I was in this big war with oh. them. Which we've resolved. My long story short, my dad was trying to get um, 
what's it called? Not, uh, power of power attorney. attorney over oh. my uncle. Got it. Okay. And it caused a whole thing. Oh. Anyways, whatever. But everything's okay now. Mm, no, <laughs> it's back. <laughs> it's back. It's happening again. But this is why we don't have a show. I can't believe it. I was like, all oh, this is going on. We had a murder in mm. Brazil. Um, one of my cousins just got convicted of killing his wife. Are they Portuguese? They're Palestinian, but they live in um, Brazil. Wow. Yeah. I mean, there's so much going on that this show would have been a huge hit. Yeah. All right. Back to Party Down South. Okay, whatever. Um, but what I found so interesting is like after watching the show, I had all these, you know, like opinions about the cast and stuff. And then I'd get to the reunion and they were very specific. They're like, you know, they kept me away from them because I had to ask all these questions that of course the producers came up yeah. with. I have an earwig in, like I have a teleprompter, mm-hmm. you know, I'm I'm doing the bumpers, I'm in and out. I'm just like helping navigate the the sure. um reunion. Yeah, like the but they were all back in their dressing rooms and they've given them like just a little bit, like they'd have a couple beers, you know, to loosen them up. Mm-hmm. And then like at lunch or whatever, I think at one point they'd have like a few more and they were constantly asking for like more alcohol, more beers, because they were all just like the day was really long. And they were nervous, but they so they wanted to get them like enough liquored up to where they there would be tension yeah. and fights, um, but not so liquored up that they were doing what they did on the show, which was like insane. Yeah. Um, but I just found the whole thing fascinating because the girls would be all like, "Hey, girl," and I'd be like, "Hey, girl," and you know we're kind of like, "I love your shoes. I love your shoes, girl." You know. But then I'd have to be like, "So." And I have like a little bit of like my Georgia. They were yeah. like, bring out your Georgia accent. I'm like, okay. I'm <laughs> like, so tell me about like when y'all hooked up. So did you know that she had already said that she liked him? And they would like give me the fucking death stare. Like, how dare you ask me this? And then in between, like we'd break and they would be like pissed. And I would look at them and be like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Wasn't, I'm not as, I'm just doing my job. I'm just doing my job. Because I was like, don't hate me. Don't stab me with a shiv as, as I'm trying to get in my town car later. But, and then the producers are behind you, like thumbs up, like, well done. Oh, well yeah. Done. And they're well like, I would have been like, so into I would have loved for them oh, to hate so, me. I would have been like, oh, yeah. What are you going to do? No, because I wanted them to like, like me so that, you, you know, they would give you more information. Kind of. I, yeah, I don't that's know. That's the wrong was my way tactic. to go. I would have gone exactly the way No, the because they were gone. young, though. So they weren't the housewives. They weren't calculating. They were. They would like clam up if uh, they felt uncomfortable. Observation, correct. Um. So yeah, it was mm-hmm. fascinating though. But then like I'd have Sally on in my ear. She'd be like, "Go, Ted, ask again, ask." And I'd be like, "Huh? Mm, yeah. Okay. Okay. So so." And I'm like trying to cut them yeah. off to like get in there. But yeah, so it was you're, fascinating. You're like, who cares about your Bengal bracelet line? Did you yeah. have an orgasm or right. not? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Do you watch The Housewives? Of course. Okay. So can we talk Jersey for a second? Yeah. Hmm. The whole Teresa thing, mm-hmm. like with the Danielle. Yes. I mean. So my friend is Margaret Josephs. So stop it. Yeah. So I'm privy to lots of information. Stop. What do you need it. to know? How, first, how are you friends with her? Because they all, <laughs> uh, like some of them become my, the normal ones become my friends because they're normal. So I interview them and they're like, you're, you understand me because you're normal. So there are a collection of them that I actually do talk to. She's actually normal. Her husband is the greatest man that ever. Like, if I have a plum, Joe, plumbing problem, yeah. I'll actually text him, and he'll help me across the country. We're we're Very in a nice texting. People. You guys are that close. Yes. where you have normal like, like hey, what, how are you doing today? What's yeah. going on? You know. Yeah. Stop it. Um, He's freaking so out. So what guys. happened is that in the boutique, the guy who owns the boutique wanted to have the whole party. I at knew his, show. his facial reactions yes. were very. I was like, he's doing some weird faces right so now. So he told Danielle, pull her ponytail, pull her ponytail. And then Teresa in the process is like getting loaded. Mm-hmm. And the thing with Teresa is you just like pay her some compliments and she's like, okay, great. Coupled with Danielle made her feel so guilty for the table flipping and said, this destroyed my children's lives all these years. Right. Forget the fact that I'm like loose McGee in my right. pants. Um, but you, what you did to my daughters on camera has destroyed their lives. So Teresa carries this guilt. So couple that with she's drinking. Mm-hmm. Boutique owner says, pull her ponytail. Mm-hmm. Danielle has been walking around the room a couple of times, chest bumps, Margaret. She's like rallying her up. It had been going on for a while beforehand. And then Danielle goes over to Teresa and says, he says I should pull her ponytail. And she says, do it, do, do it, it, do it. Do it, do it. I saw that. 
coupled with go ahead danielle is like i gotta stay on the show it's the only paycheck that i'm getting this is my swan song right i gotta do something to, to stay on and so it all culminated with her yanking the ponytail, which actually really was painful. No, she looked Margaret's like she had whiplash. Like, yeah, she goes, I actually had to go to a chiropractor. No, she really took her down. Yeah. By hair. A- evil. <laughs> yeah. And uh, like, it's not yeah. her hair. It's a weave. So it's right. like. No, she said she had it like, I don't clipped understand in. hair extensions. I, I'm first to tell you that. But she said that they were like sewn into her Yeah, head. she had the sewn in weave. So when she pulled, it was like actually pulling her hair. Yeah. And yeah. P- very painful. Um, okay. Also the backstory too is Marty, he is nuts too, because he would call Margaret and ask for advice all the time. And then on camera say, you're trying to sabotage my marriage. So they're all kooks. Well, here's my thing is what's interesting, uh, with what you said earlier about, uh, Margaret and Marty. Well, no, there was, you said what that. I forgot what I was going to say. Damn it. So there's Marty, who's Danielle's fiance. Right. But they're not. They're just friends now. They, they're, Margaret oh, has said that they have some sort of arrangement because right. he has to sell the house that they bought together. together. Or he bought while together. while together. So he's kind of like, let's just stay on good terms because I have to sell this house. Right. So with your whole Danielle thing, the swan song, I got to stay on the show. Yeah. She went on Watch What Happens Live and said, I will not be returning to as a guest or doing anything. She made an announcement yeah. with Andy as a surprise saying, I He's will like, not be great. You're not coming back anyway. Right. But now I'm looking forward to part two of the reunion because mm-hmm. she's like refusing to go on unless she sits right next to Andy. Because in her, her mind, I am an original cast member. This right. is why all the housewives, like they get under my skin because like Tamara come and to believe that yeah. they are movie stars. They're yes. entitled. They have become television oh, Vicky, stars. My show. Later You're on in my life, show. They have no professional experience at all, and they're plucked from obscurity. Then they get paid this insane paycheck. Depending on how many seasons they've been on. And they're overpaid, frankly. And then, then they become totally obsessed with, like, what do I have to do to stay on the show so I can continue to get the paycheck? In fact, I can get even more jobs out of this. Maybe I can sell a line of um, skincare mascara right. and plastic bags right. and then I'll get another season and then they all believe they're con- going to be able to convince the network executives to get spinoffs. Right. So it's like it's getting worse and worse and worse until they're monsters. Well, that's my whole thing. Like with Atlanta. And that's why the show is tanking because- Which one? All of the housewives. I think uh, it's becoming passe. I think people are getting it tanking? sick of it. Yeah. I don't want to hear that. Ratings are down. I don't want it to go away though. It's I live just for it. not what it used to be. I'm so excited about Utah. About, like nobody likes when they're all getting along. Obviously, yeah. it becomes about like who said what about who, and yeah. you know. Well, I love Dallas. Do you watch the Dallas one? Of course. Okay, so you know that wasn't originally supposed to be a Real Housewives. Yeah, they're all kind of like that. They're like made in Dallas. Well, that one was supposed to be more about philanthropy. Yeah. So originally, because my friend worked on that show, she said originally it was not a housewife show. It was about women who are philanthropists and that whole world in Dallas that, mm-hmm. you know, and then they just said, this is a real housewives. And they sort of just re-edited it to make it a housewife show. And then. Your charity world is going down, down the yeah, toilet. It was all about the charity, charity world. world. I love, okay. I love her so much. <laughs> Love to hate She's her. Insane. Uh, Leanne. Leanne. Do you ever see because you're you're kind of close to Orange County? Do you ever see any of the Orange Counties out in the wild? All the time. I, I don't do. see any of them. I'm actually, friends with one of her. Which one? one? Of them, Which one? Bronwyn. She became a housewife. Recent. This is her first season. And I'm yeah, this. She's she's filming the second. She's actually doing her vow renewal today in Palm Springs and asked me to go. I was oh. like, I'm not going to that. Sorry. Please. Invite me with you. I will. I will. I will be your plus one to anything. All do Val renewals. Do you it's watch? So interesting. Switch shows. Do you watch Little Women? The I don't. Franchise? But I just interviewed the producer. I'm obsessed with that show. And here's why I tell you: everyone thinks I'm crazy. Here's why I love about that show is that you forget that they're little people. Yes, I know. I've been told that. It's so good. You know what I mean? I love that show. Yeah. I was upset that the New York one didn't take off because I thought there was potential there. I think it, a lot of has to do with the production team, the network, the way that they market it, the way that the cast, if it's cohesive, if people feel like they see themselves in somebody, 
I think that's what's the housewife problem is that in the beginning, like for Orange County, it truly was women living in the suburbs. And right. one was in a shitty marriage. I think the people were fascinated by the idea of Vicky has this girl that's working in her office and there's this class system, but then they get thrown for a loop because the one that works underneath Vicky right, ends up marrying ends up marrying someone wealthy. And now she's getting luxury cars. So right. thr- so that when you pull back the layers, the complexity of that and the complex relationship between multi-layered women is interesting. But what's not interesting is when they purposely go on the show because they want to sell some dumb product that they've just been licensing. And everything that is about them is inauthentic. Like their relationship isn't as, you know, they're, they're pushing this narrative that they're in a happy marriage when they probably signed up for the show, knowing that at some point in the next year they would file for a separation. How could you not go to Bronwyn's Val, Val, <laughs> how could you not? I think the well, only- I did go to a filming last year where it was like her kid's birthday party, but it didn't air. And it looked, I just looked ridiculous in the background because it was a circus theme and they all dressed up and I looked like I was at it, like, uh, like a yacht club. And I had a baby in a Bjorn. And my other kids, and they were just like, wait, what is this going on? What is this? I am. I like to be on the outside. I don't mind being on the outside, but I would like to go to some of the events. Oh, and just have, be like in the, in the, the bushes. Yeah, I just, yeah. I, and bushes. plus I have some, I want to like talk to them. Yeah. Like I want to say like, what really happened? Right. Kelly Dodd lives down the street from me. She just, they just she, bought a house together. They bought a house. Um, they didn't buy it? No, they allegedly. all live in the same neighborhood <laughs> because they can film there. Oh, right. so it's okay. like a temporary. It's so, the temporary house. But doesn't so her husband? Or, and that gets under film. my skin too, because I'm like, that, why can't we just find real, real housewives that actually live here? And well, I love what's her name. The I, park and I love what's her name on it. The actor that left. That was on Orange County. Heather Dubrow. Heather, Heather Dubrow. Dubrow. Heather Dubrow. I see all the time. She was a real housewife. She's a real housewife. I actually, re- that's a spinoff I can get yeah. behind with her husband. I, botched. I, well, he's got his spinoff. He's got a huge hit series. Botched, right? Yeah. Botched. His office is around the corner from my house. Um, Would you ever trust their him to kids do your are Botox? Actually, the kids are getting, no, absolutely not. Their <laughs> kids are a little bit older. So I think that that's the problem that they're on that they have right now is their kids don't really want to be on TV. The, you have to have somebody who has extremely small children or kids that are in college. I think that that's too hard if you have middle school or high school age kids. What is the talk in Orange County about Vicky and Tamara being off the show? I know the Tamara thing. Is, Everybody can't stand them. And it was time. I hear a lot of girls come to me and say, I would want to be on the show, but I I don't want to be on a show with them. You have a like, – there's this – great person I know is like 32 and she always says why would I be on a show with a grandmother and she's kind of right like they would have nothing in common right. it doesn't seem like there's she can only woot woot so many times yeah. I, I, and by the way if I feel like I know your story you got to get off TV I like I get it Vicky I know your life it's not that interesting it doesn't change year to year it's time to move on right insurance Camera actually insurance. know personally and she doesn't want to be on the show anymore she's got her ex-husband has cancer and oh. Simon. He does? Is yeah. That, is that public? Yes. Okay. And so she's- <laughs> Like, can we talk about so this? So she's handling that. So they're back to be, they're on in a better- They're on great terms. Oh, that's good to hear. Because he came to her and said, I have, like, I think it's stage three. Oh, no. And and so- Is she talking to her daughter? Yes. They're all getting along because they all want to support Simon. Um, that's so great. Yeah. So she says, like, I'm in a different place trying to heal him. And be there for all my kids. And plus, she's got some businesses going on. So at first, she said it was hard, like, oh, I'm not on the show. It took a second. But she's like, now that I'm not off, I kind of feel like it's better. Well, she gets to focus on what's more important. Yeah. But does her, like, for instance, like these are the questions I would normally ask. Mm-hmm. Does she really show up to the gym to work? Do you know what I mean? Like, does she go? Is that her job, really? Well, yeah. They. She does have a lot. Well, filming took up three to four months like right. four days a week. Um, Eddie really runs cut, I think, but mm-hmm. then they have this other CBD business. Yeah. I know about the CBD they invest business. A lot yeah. of time and energy into, and then she's got Simon and the kids. So I don't think she's there all the time, but most certainly is involved in the business. I wonder who they're going to get. Oh, for the new show. Mm-hmm. I already know her. Her name's Elizabeth Vargas. Her husband. Okay. So her, <laughs> so you she- have to come on every month. <laughs> so she- I'm going to give you guys scoop. Nobody else knows. Okay. Yes. Go. Okay. So Elizabeth Vargas, um, is going through a divorce. She mm-hmm. was married to somebody very wealthy. 
I don't know where she lived before. Name? That's her married name? No, that's her maiden name. Okay. Her, uh, her former husband is like Norwegian and made a lot of money in the seafood business, I believe. And so she's going through a divorce and there's like a salacious story behind that divorce. Um, so she's been going through that divorce for several years and she has a younger boyfriend and turns out the younger boyfriend works for my husband. <gasps> Stop it. Yeah. Scoop. Cause I was at my so we'll, the restaurant. We'll be I, filming at the office. No, I don't think so. No. I, so I go to my <laughs> restaurant that my husband go on a, and I go on a date every Saturday night and it's always to the same restaurant. Well, you so, have five kids. If you don't, you're in trouble. <laughs> so we run into Elizabeth who I've met before through Brownwin and she's the kind of like talking talking to a bunch of people and I, I said oh remember we met before and she started telling me about filming and then she, her boyfriend says this is my girlfriend i'm like worlds collide worlds collide yeah he like works for my husband he's like a i think he's in sales or something i don't know but much younger but elizabeth i think she has a daughter but i just knowing them personally i don't see it as cohesive what's like, her they age don't all get along i think she's like early 40s so who do you think she won't get along with? Kelly Dodd? I'm, I'm I don't scared think she of, gets along with anybody. I'm scared of Kelly Dodd. She's scary. And I like her on the show. I just, she's so reactive. You do not want to be on her. She bed. reacts so aggressively. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like going, calm down. Like Listen to what they're saying. You. Kelly's world right now is really about um, her relationship. With and, the Fox And the guy. marriage. And her daughter. I think she, you're not going to really see her fighting that much. I think you're going to see a lot of fighting with, this is the scoop that I'm getting. Go it's ahead. It's like a lot of Shannon. Shannon, Shannon and Bronwyn are at odds. They are? Yeah, this season. Uh, Gina and Bronwyn are at odds. Um, so they're filming this reunion hair, vow, this... vow today, and I don't think it's going to go very well. Gina's hair last season. Please tell me it's yeah, better. She, she <laughs> fixed it, but the problem, Gina is in a relationship with a boyfriend now. I saw that. And they collectively have six children, and they're living in a very small yes. space together. So it's like this Brady Bunch. But I don't know how that's going to work out because I don't know if her children can film because of the divorce. Right. And this boyfriend, I don't know if his wife's okay with her his his children kids. being on TV. So that might be odd. I feel like it's just not I – don't, I don't know how great it's going to be. Do, um, did you ever have a threesome with Bronwyn and her husband? Absolutely not. Okay. And in fact, I, when they told me that that was going to come up on the show, I was confused because my experience with her is like, we have one margarita and then she's like, got to go home to the kids. Like, well, she's got a village. Well, so she has seven kids, but the, she had three took a break and then had the little ones. So the older ones are not at home that much. So it's really, it's like, I four, really, but we both have a lot of kids. So I'm not really phased by it. Cause I have, well, I know that, but do your kids are your kids? They don't with play it? together okay. now because they go to a different school. But I was intrigued by her storyline. I thought it was a very interesting storyline with the family dynamic, like the mother, her mother oh, yeah, her and her kids. Yeah. Like, you know, they, yeah, you, they were you're very, gonna see this season. She, her son, um, to tries drag he's in high school. So you'll see that That's they amazing. actually do quite a bit. That's something that I didn't think people really got to see of her first season is they do a ton with LGBTQ stuff. That's awesome. And I think that's really important for housewives, particularly one that's known as this Republican strength, strength, you know, stronghold, um, to be so aggressively pro LGBTQ and the school that their kids go to is extremely progressive. So you're going to see a lot of that on the show too. That's Next awesome. Season. What do you um, want to say? Okay. Well, speaking of the housewives and like all the stuff I that know. they're trying to like now sell and I whatever. Know. So I text him this last night. I'm like, uh, hello. How about this? On TicketWeb, Blonde and Blonder, The Reality of Our Reality, starring Kim Richards and Brandy Glanville, Sunday, April 26th at the Irvine Improv. Oh my God. That's right where I live. Okay. Like, are we going? What is this? <laughs> I go. I what is go. that show? So they're all kind of doing live events now. Well, what are they going to do? They I have mean, a comedy so, special? No, so Kim wrote a tell-all book that has yet self-published that has not come out yet. I think it's around that time. Oh, God. I have some alleged stories about Kim. have a very Kim. interesting friendship. I think we should go. You want to go? I'll go. Can you, do you have an insight to getting tickets? Because you know, like yeah. the Luann Delisep thing, you can't get a fucking ticket to the show, to Red. her cabaret. Why don't we? Why don't we reach out and say on on behalf of Horse Ever Podcast and Reality Life with Kate Casey, we would like to be seated in the front row. 
to talk about. Yeah, and, and we review. would like at least a crudite platter and. <laughs> I love a crudite. Oh my god! Yeah, and I mean charcuterie would be better, your, but all right. your yeah. best night ever. <laughs> well, it's a plate. They have umami burger there. So, oh, so we can sit front row. Can we work on this. I, I think I'm not I kidding. Think that I would they go. Owe it to us. Yeah, I would go. Yeah, the whole brand. You think Brandy's no, is Brandy tried, coming back to Beverly Hills for just a little bit? But I've tried to interview her a couple times, and she always flakes out at the last minute. And one conversation, I was all ready to record, and she said, "I just don't feel like I'm in a good space today. My equilibrium's off, and I'm not going to be a great interview. Let's circle back." And then never followed through. And I oh, gave she's up. a Hasselhoff. So I don't. She, she's a Hasselhoff. Have you we tried ha- to interview the Hoff? No, but I've heard. Yeah. So is that, I oh, think, that must be a thing. After like, you canceled on us, I think the second or third time they need time, to I give us like, tickets because we're, we're not going to buy them. Well, the, the Hasselhoff thing is, happen. we didn't approach the Hasselhoff. They approached they us. They approached us. I, this is so drives weird. me bonkers. So I'm like, yeah. okay. But I I personally like to do in person. Like, yeah. I'm not into the phone thing. Like, because you kind of gauge, like, I want him to trust us and, like, yeah. talk, you know? Because I have a lot of hot house, I have a lot of questions for Hasselhoff. <laughs> well, who doesn't? Yeah. Anyways, forget Hasselhoff. You Do think you she's going to. burgers when you in- talk But to how me? about Lisa Vanderpump? <laughs> Real quick. Yeah. Lisa Vanderpump. Uh huh. Mistake or not mistake leaving the housewives? I don't think she needs it anymore. I think Le- the Vanderpump between that uh, and her restaurants, I think it, sh- she could have gone. She she did enough. It was time to go move on. Do you she like. She pretended for a long time. I, I, I'm walking away, but I think she still wanted to be on the show. But now I think she realizes. Do you think that well, the new, the, the new format of Vanderpump terrible. Rules with the new. I, I call it like Saved by the Bell, the new cast. Yeah, you know? It's terrible. It's weird, right? It doesn't work. I don't like it. I think it. they got lucky with Vanderpump Rules. I, I honestly don't think they could have predicted that all of those, I all agree. the things that were going to happen. Well, originally it was supposed to be a Stasi show. Right. I but just, like all the other characters that came in, all the crazy yeah. shit they did, the fact that they were all so incestuous with each other, you know. I just think that that show probably, it's not happening anymore i mean it's there's just nothing there there there's nothing there there well then what else does evolution have evolution evolution has real housewives of beverly hills orange Orange county County. they're working on a show that would be filmed in october which is about the horse industry which is kind of interesting they always have stuff kind of bubbling do you love uh southern charm sure i'm obsessed with it who i just saw a couple weeks ago at Gulfstream, same restaurant where i saw elizabeth vargas Prepare yourself for this. Ashley Jacobs. Ah! I actually know her. Do we, we can text her after this. Oh, my God. Do you want to text her? Oh, my God. Hold on a second. But wait a minute. She's fucking crazy. Is she your friend? Allegedly crazy. I don't crazy. think. You know what? I think that people don't realize what a gaslighter Thomas Robinall is. Oh, I think oh, they do. Well, I don't think. I, I think that you take two girls who were enamored by fame and the show and, mm. and, and other things. Mm-hmm. And then they met the colossal gaslighter of the world Yep, and they're on a reality show. And then they're getting, uh, they're on social media where people are telling them, kill yourself. I think it's a, it's a, a melting pot. It's a cacophony of disaster. Yeah, but disaster, why go back when you're not even like Thomas is not on the season anymore. You're going back to apologize to people and that apology, like what she did on that show, the last season that they had, it was yeah. so weird. I was like, "What is she doing?" Like, Do you remember the producers crazy? had to be reaching out? Did you see the Instagram post where she said, "I just wanted to come tell you, like I've been suffering with anxiety because of the show. That's why I'm really skinny." Do you remember that? No. Yes. Guess who told her to do that? Me. Oh, good. Because she called me and I was like, you have to acknowledge your weight loss because it's really scaring people. Oh, good for you. So you have to acknowledge it because I I am also wondering if you have a drug problem. Like at this point, it's really scaring me. And that's why. So I think that there's like all the stuff that goes on in the background that people listen. It's enormously pressure filled to be on a reality show. And I'm trying to be mindful of that. But I think it's people that are plucked from obscurity. I agree. Who cannot. Handle it. You have to have the thickest skin in the world. Yep. You were a child actor. Like you, like you've been in this business for a very long time and you have a very private personal life. Right. These people come out of nowhere and maybe they didn't even work. Some of them, housewives, they've never even, Bronwyn never had a job before. Right. And they can't handle it. It's right. too much for people. Oh, no, 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 for sure. And oh. then it becomes sad to watch and it's uncomfortable for me. And I feel like I'm maternal. That sometimes I, I have to like reach through the wall and say, you need, I said to Ashley, you need to get off TV. I said, get off TV, go work in New Zealand as a nurse for two years, come back, circle back. 
she didn't go to New Zealand, but she did go off TV for a while. So anyway, I did see her at the restaurant and she has a lovely boyfriend. She's still a nurse. She, she does elder care and she lives in Santa Barbara and she's really happy in this relationship and very happy not being on television. Good. She should not have been on television. No, I agree. I like, and that's, you know, the spinoff of, um, Southern Charm, New Orleans and Savannah. Yeah. New Orleans, I think is good. I like where it's going. I'm from New Orleans. So I love seeing that, you know, uh, at first season, I was like, I don't know about this, but like, yeah. it's, it's getting better. I don't, I can't get into it. She doesn't get too. into it. You don't get um, into a lot of stuff. Well, I, I only have so much time. I'm excited about Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Um, It's not going to be Mormons though. I know yeah, one I of know the that. girls. Yeah. Um, and it's just, it's like girls that live in Park City who have like over the top lives. So it's not going to be like what I think people think it's going to be like women wearing bonnets who are Instagram influencers. <laughs> I was not. I was bonnets. sad about the Miami going away because I really liked it. Yeah. I love Lisa Black. What's her name? Blackwell or whatever. Leah Black. Leah Black. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I wanted um whatever. Christine, you always want to do something. Yeah, well you're you're going down a rabbit hole. I'm sorry. I'm obsessed. Okay. Well, uh, you have uh, you got to be our reality commentary. This- like just relax for a all second. Right. Kate, Casey, I want to go back to to Kate. Uh, so as you're interviewing all these people, I mean, tell me some of the, like, the worst, most cringeworthy experiences. I mean, we talked a little bit about, yeah. you know, 90 Day Fiance or Love, Love After Lockup. But, I mean, have there been a couple of people that you've, you know, either they've gotten pissed at the stuff you're asking or mm. they're in, like, like, what have been some of the... Cringiest. The first thing that comes to mind was a Bachelor contestant that told me that because he was on The Bachelor that he had been, there was a barrage of people that wanted to have him run their company huh? uh, because, you know, because of the platform of the show and because he had a, an MBA from God knows what school. And I was just like, you gotta be shitting me. People who like are pounding the pavement right now, working in companies, working their ass off. You want me to believe that you tried to bang a girl on television and now there's a company coming out of the woodwork. You know, based on the fact that you're on an ABC showmance, I want you to run my company. Like, come on. You told him that? Um, Yeah, I gave him a hard time. Of course I did. And what did he say? And he was just sort of like fumbling. I just didn't like him at all. Um, I, I would say what's some of the worst people are actually, you would think they're the worst people. I end up liking the most. Like I thought Mike, the situation from Jersey Shore would be horrendous i heard he's very sweet. i loved him i thought he was the most yeah. there was all this self-actualization after being on television and he'd say things like what was i thinking having my brother do my taxes and <laughs> and i was totally high when i filmed that and i needed to get off television for a while and it turns out that i was an idiot and like right john so goslin who was married to kate goslin some of the things that he said i was like oh my god you're normal like he said yeah I'm getting rung through the coals right now because I work at Applebee's as a DJ. But you know what? I don't want to be, I don't want to have a job anymore that's reliant on me putting my kids on television to get a paycheck. And I, was I like, heard she's a nightmare. Totally too. got it. Nightmare. So I don't know. The worst people are sometimes the guests that I ask to review a show and they're sort of like, I'm, you know, they're doing a favor for me. And it's just like, this is all just supposed to be fun and relaxing and. Why are you acting like you're a movie star? I just like humble people. How are you? I'm just curious. How are you getting these guests? Like, who are you emailing? I hustle my ass off. So before I did this, I worked in like for 17 years as a media, a crisis media litigation expert for global law firms. Hello. Oh. And I have a degree in political science. I worked at the White House. Like I'm a professional in, in, before this. Under what administration? Uh, Clinton administration. Look at you. So- I know how to pitch a story. I know how to get a guest. I work really, really hard. I take it very seriously. I consider myself a cultural anthropologist. I have great respect for other people that are professional. And I think that people respond to that. And I consider myself like the Diane Sawyer of reality television. So um, I feel like I've built up this um, list of guests so that networks really trust me. And they know I'm going to ask thoughtful, interesting questions and even if it's somebody that I think is a garbage person on television, I'm going to give them the opportunity to highlight a part of themselves that maybe on television they seem one-dimensional. And I want to show them as a three-dimensional person. Um, and the onus is on them to answer the questions thoughtfully so that people can see that side of them. And if they can't do that, then it's beyond me. But um, my goal is always to highlight interesting stories about people through the shows that they're on, 
the shows someone's created and the shows that they've I've been asked I've asked them to review and and hopefully they walk away and they've been entertained and then they they think to themselves I'd like to learn more about that show or that person and that's a win to me. Do you is there anyone you've ever interviewed who um you were like a big fan of and then either disappointed or like oh god that was great. Um, I find that a lot of the housewives, I thought maybe I would connect with them. Um, naively, maybe sometimes people that were mothers, cause I kind of feel like, oh, at least we have that in common. Right. And then I realized we have a totally different set of values or they're not, gr- I just like gracious people. And I find that a lot of people that are kind of like, they take what I call the escalator to success. They're not very gracious. And, mm-hmm. and I find that to be very disappointing. I one of the greatest interviews I think I did was with actually it was kind of like off the beaten path but well not so much but I was I reviewed this uh incredible documentary on a plane about um a former NBA player who had become a drug addict and they did a documentary for him through on ESPN through the 30 for 30 series I love that I love that and I, I was so compelled series. by it that I I saw it on a Sunday and I interviewed him on a Wednesday tracked him down and it was the most incredible interview. His name's Chris Heron. Mm-hmm. And um, so those are the kind of interviews I'm really proud of because I think, you know, a lot of people said, I never heard a story. I'm so inspired by it. I'm going to pass this on to someone else and they're going to watch it and tell his story. So those are some of the most surprising, you know, people that I didn't know much about. And then I saw them on a show or a documentary or I interviewed the director of the Michael Jackson documentary. Oh, oh wow. Katie Neverland. I thought that was incredible. Oh, that his perspective, the female directors of Abducted in Plain Sight on Netflix, um, about yes, a girl that was, that was molested. And I, you know, that's an interview where I said to them, none of them surprisingly had ever had children. And I said, Do you realize how many children you have saved by uh, yes. by people watching this and hearing them get choked up? Like Everything I've just, I've just worked on matters in the world. Like it's going to make a difference. And so I just like opening people's minds to funny shows and thought provoking shows. And I just think people think reality shows, they think of like the housewives or the bachelor. And truthfully, the unscripted umbrella is enormous. It's enormous. And all the docuseries that like the whole R. Kelly thing, that, that expose. Oh, I interviewed Dre Kelly. Stop it. His ex-wife. Wow. And his daughter. Oh, I got chills. Yeah. Oh, my God. What was that like? She's uh, such an an interesting person, um, incredibly strong. Um, Obviously, there has been an enormous amount of trauma for both of them. Mm -hmm. And um, her tireless pursuit of being an incredible mother was inspiring. And her daughter is like this profoundly talented girl, an artist a musician, like sometimes you're like, okay, you're the daughter of, and you're a musician. Right. Okay. I got it. Yeah. This is like truly an incredibly talented girl. Do they live She's, in Atlanta? They live in Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah. And they are on a, a spinoff reality show too, which is good for her because then she gets to expose her, her art. But Andrea Kelly is like a force. Yeah. I mean that whole arc, even just the interview with, um, what's her name from CBS? Um, Gail King. Gail King. Yeah. That was Telling. I, I was like blown away. I, know. I was just like, this is craziness. I would love to interview one of the parents from that. But yeah. I just felt like I need to see the end before I interview them. I don't want to interview them mid. Because no, I, I know I could see that the daughter will come back in time. But then that's a whole other process that they need. I just like um, stuff like that. That's really um, compelling. Did you watch television. the Clinton documentary yet? I did, but I was an intern with Monica Lewinsky. So it's a little close. Oh, wow. Yeah. You guys worked alongside each other. We were there at the same time. Mm. Yeah. I had a hard time wrapping my brain around that because I just thought, how is that possible? Because I dropped off the clips in the in the Oval Office very early in the morning. I would go in the morning and do all the clips for the, the executive team uh, and for the president and the vice president. So I was the there in the morning, like the news clips. Mm-hmm. I would oh, go okay. and make copies of all the news articles for tons of papers around the country that talked about their policies. Uh-huh. So he gets into the Oval Office and then he would go through. This is before you could just mm. like go through an email. Um, but I would have, you know, my badge on and go early in the morning. And I just always felt like I was being watched. 
So, I mean, that, that shows you the process of like mm-hmm. the experience of a college kid. I just thought there's just no way. Um, and it's just so uh, listening to the slow burn podcast and watching that it's, it's just so hard because I was there at the same time, same age. And I just think about like my mindset now versus how her experience. I just feel like all the parties involved, it's just such a sad story. It's but what, oh, she's done incredibly well for herself. Monica Lewinsky is brilliant. She's, and you know and what? She, what she has done um, I, as an adult is, is really, I have such great respect for her and she's a, she's, done a prodigious amount of work uh, about online bullying. And I, I, I mean, I really, feel like really the smart. country should apologize to her. I agree. For, they do. They know, should. I, I, I mean, I felt horrible. Yeah. Um, she became the scapegoat. She became, she was actually, well, she, a, she was a victim. Lynch's that was victim. That she, they, like the person I can't get past. She's. Yeah. Yeah. Awful. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. I, but I like now looking at the whole Weinstein thing, the whole me too, me too movement where we're at right now, it, culturally I'm going, we owe this girl an apology. Yeah, like do. this woman deserves mm-hmm. to, she should have everything. She, I mean, I, yeah. the fact that we re- we stepped on her, yeah, we stepped on her like big time. I she mean, became the most hated woman in America for a very long it time. It was, it's, time. it's crazy. And now you look back and go, whoa, whoa. And the butt of yeah. so many jokes. Yeah. I mean, I made a few myself. Well, I met apologize. her once. I met her once <laughs> at a club at, uh, in LA. It was, um, what was the Irish pub? The, like right Dublin's. Across, Dublin's. Oh, I feel like I may have seen anyway it was a big it was a yeah on sunset somebody there it was, it was a hollywood your friend I've, i remember seeing her when i with the your friend that was on the redheaded amy uh are you friends with her davidson yeah yes i saw her there once years ago it was a big celebrity hangout it's where yeah. everyone would go it was like a tuesday night at dublin's and yeah. it was i mean everyone from like david spade to like yeah. it was just a celebrity anyway we had our own we'd have our own table and blah, blah blah and the promoter pantera sarah um she would like she's like oh i sat you with my friend monica Lewinsky. i'm like okay that's fine and i'm like going it was crazy because it was like yeah. it was. I mean, I was still I was twenty something years old, so it was like kind of weird. I was like, I'm saying, and she, yeah. very sweet girl shook my hand, and I, I'm going, oh my god, her hand has touched the president's dick. Like you know, I'm like going, oh <laughs> like uh, that's yeah. where my head was going, and I'm going, I'm an asshole now. Like oh, why did I do that? You know. Yeah. But she seemed so nice, and I've seen it when she was on the View. I thought it was great. Like you I need was, to listen to the Slow Burn podcast. I'm going to. You will become enraged by the attorneys that ripped apart her her privacy and the privacy of her parents and what they did to her like Ken star is disgusting Ugh! and the fact that he was on this impeachment thing i was so like weird such a he was obsessed with her and their the, like what the sex it, it, very bizarre it's all it's, listen to that podcast slow yeah. burn season uh, two and you know the whole nexium thing right oh wait i interviewed katherine oxenberg okay well we're friends with allison mack we went to what we yes. went to, we had acting class with allison we went to europe together with allison oh we There's talk about whole, nexium all the time yeah so allison we've talked about this but allison um Allah and i were all in the same acting class back in the 90s allison lived with me for a period of time when she was like just recently sort of, uh, I think she was just out of her parents' house, hadn't gotten Smallville yet, but was still kind of living up in LA. It was like 17, emancipated. Um, she was always, you know, really young, impressionable, looking for, I think, a greater sense of purpose. belonging and purpose yeah, in the world. Yeah, a little bit lost, yes. Yeah. And got into this this Nexium thing, which at the time was Jeunesse, which was like a women's empowerment. Did she try to get you into Jeunesse? She never tried me. Yeah, because you're too... I think she um, knew she'd be barking up yeah, the wrong tree. Yeah, you're just not that. No. Yeah. But there was a friend of ours... She has tried friend of ours. <laughs> ...who she was in, like a very close friend of mine, um, and the two of them became close through me, and they had like some commercial building properties together. They both went in. She was more the financier. Uh, he was kind of the... Got it. And she wanted to, you know, be an investor, and like she never went to college, and I think she was always sort of looking for something... And, you know, wanted to be a businesswoman. And Janessa, I think, was, like, teaching her to be this, this confident businesswoman and blah, blah, blah. So they went in on this building thing together. And she kept trying to get him as she got deeper and deeper. 
she was trying to get him into it. And he's like, Allison, like, I think you're in a cult. Like, he was just like, I don't trust this. It sounds like yeah. a pyramid scheme. I don't trust this. But she kind of bamboozled him into coming to a luncheon thinking that he was picking her up to go to lunch because she was in town. And it ended up being this whole Nexium luncheon. And by the end, he was so uncomfortable. And it was at this mansion. And everyone was wearing white. And by the end, he was kind of, they were all like, okay, raise your hands if you're going to, you know, donate your $3,000 and get into Nexium today. He was the only person who did not raise his hand. And that was the last time they spoke. Has anybody spoken to her since she's been on house arrest? Well, no, I've no. wanted to. I mean, I mean, can we drive past the house? Well, I have the I address. She actually lives close to you. I have really? the address and I have, I think I have her parents' phone number through someone. Can we do that on your tour when you calm down for the I, brand I, I really, I'm, I'm coming. I really wish that you would though. And then we'll have Bronwyn come figure out. Figure out a way that you could. Um, yeah. Here's her picture of us in front of Notre Dame <laughs> 20 years ago. I really wish that you could find a way to interview her, though. I mean, I'm sure she'll someone has, or she'll come out with a book, and I hope she's able to kind of. I would love to interview her. Get clarity. I mean, yeah, for, I from really prison. Would. But it's uh, I, she like you I would, know I would gladly do that. I don't think and, there was anything and, and nefarious be, yeah. or malicious, and I think she was just she was so open and trustworthy and led down a very wrong path. Yes. Mm-hmm. led a, down a very bad path um, mm-hmm. to where she probably didn't even have clarity uh, of what she was really doing Did you ever anymore? listen to the Escaping Nexium oh, podcast? Oh, yeah. Fascinating. It was really well done. I was like yeah. upset. I mean, there I was- I, ha- I interviewed him too. The guy that did that one. Oh, that did the- It's yeah. Canadian, right? Yeah. yeah. Josh Block. Yeah. I mean, Catherine Oxenberg, though, she was the first one to yeah. kind of sound alarm bells. She was the one trying well, to get her daughter out, her out of this thing. Right when she came out, and then she said, wait till the book comes out. So then I interviewed her right when the book came out. Yeah, I think she the- her daughter I, speaking again? She's fine. out. Okay. Yeah, and her daughter's she's out, engaged. And she's Good. out of it. She's out. She's yeah, engaged. I think the Weinstein thing sort of trumped that whole thing, because mm-hmm. it happened around <laughs> the like same, same time. time. Yeah. So what, you know, a lot of people didn't really get because I think that would have been the next biggest, like since Waco. Yeah. You know, that would have been like, you know. <laughs> yeah. But I'm obsessed with Charles too because I loved the Jody Arias thing, mm-hmm. um, the Casey Anthony. I had the app to watch the live court. Did you watch I mean, the Aaron Hernandez documentary? I did. And then I had my friend who's a neurologist review it. And what did he say? He doesn't think that the. He doesn't think it was CT. Oh, he and he has worked with NFL players, but he's like, I think this is childhood stuff. Really? That makes sense to me. He's like, I just don't think. And he really has seen the devastation of um, CTE. The concussions. But uh-huh. he said, I think that this is much more to do with his childhood. Oof. Yeah. Right. One more question story. and then we'll end this because I know okay. your time is ticking. Your thoughts on the whole Kardashian phenomenon? I think that it's um, dwindling. Phenomenon. I think it's kind of dwindling. I think so too. Yeah. And I think she's being smart with this mm-hmm. law thing. Mm-hmm. Um, only because it takes her out. It, it's a new take on it. And I, I think mm-hmm. she's legitimately doing this. It's not like a. Well, if you have that big platform and you don't do something with I it. I agree. What's the point? I agree. Yeah. What's the point? What is the point? We can't all be selling lip gloss for the rest of our lives. And I, I, that's why I'm a little bit worried. Well, I'm not really worried, but I'm but I'm not really worried. Is uh, Kylie, like she's got to do more than just take selfies and make lipstick. It's got, if you have that platform, do something more. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Or, you know, you got, it's like, I feel like she got, she was sort of the runoff success that became super successful this out of nowhere. It's going to be like a really interesting college course in about three years mm-hmm. on what happened I, in the process of the show and the psychological um, impact of being a star that young and having this sort of platform. I have a theory. I have a theory that for most people, not all, but I think for most people, um, they are emotionally stunted at the age they became famous. Absolutely. Yeah. So it will be interesting, especially if they don't ever leave the spotlight or have any other aspirations outside of yeah. themselves. Like they don't go to college. They don't have normal friends. They don't go pursue other things that don't have anything to do with fame. Mm-hmm. They don't have any kind of perspective on like, they don't have friends like Allah who will come in and be like, yeah. you're still wearing that? Like, right. that's your face today? Right. You know what I'm saying? They don't Sorry. have anyone that like is normal <laughs> and like grounds them down. Um, I think like I've seen it in other people. Yeah. Um, and I think that it becomes a real problem because it's not cute to be 40 and acting like you're 17. No. Emotionally, you know? Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting if that 
ends up happening with her or not. I, I, I keep thinking of things. And the Lindsay Lohan, the Oprah thing. Oh, poor Lindsay Lohan. Well, not poor. I think she's diabolical. She had her chance. Goodbye. Get off TV. Get some help. I'm done with your family. I don't need to see you guys again. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> Where do you think Canceled. the next phase of reality TV is going to be? Uh, it's going to be docu-series, Go streaming ahead. media. Mm-hmm. Quibi is going to be the Quibi new thing. Quibi is going to be huge. 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 Yeah. Um, and hopefully um, sh- shorter shows, Quibis. I just think that's the word. Streaming media, network television shows are kind of dead. Um, and I think more docu-series uh, about women, mm-hmm. personally. Don't be tardy for the party. Where can we find you? Anywhere where you listen to podcasts, Reality Life with Kate Casey. I have a great Facebook group where it's deep diving reality shows. It's so good. I got to join it. Yeah, you have to. It's called Reality Life with Kate Casey. Okay. The name is the show. Twitter, I'm at, at Kate Casey. I tweet during shows and about shows all week long. And my Instagram is at Kate Casey, C-A. And I do a lot of Instagram stories while I'm watching shows. But Do you yeah. do any live podcasting with guests? I haven't. You should. I guess so. I mean, that bitch chest thing is such mm-hmm. a hit. I think this is a different take on it mm-hmm. because you're, you, you're there's like so many. You're coming ju- at it from like a journalistic standpoint. Right. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. and so I th- I would love to come to a lot, even if it's just you and yeah. like a Q&A with audience. Yeah. I would love to come do that. Okay. Yeah. By the way, don't act like you're going to join her Facebook group. You don't know how to work Facebook. I'm going to, she's going to do it for me yeah, while I'm you, here. You're going to like it. Yeah, I, I, I'll, yeah. Fi- I'll figure it out. Okay. Well, now you have now you have incentive. <laughs> well, no, I'm going to literally go. I'm literally going to give her my phone These and go, okay, people. add me. to How yeah. do I do it? Oh, God. <laughs> Kate, thank you for coming thank all the way you. up here, taking a break from your five children to oh, sit with us. You okay. should have your own reality show. I know. I don't know. We'll talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Listen but, to me. Go ahead. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. If uh, you want to find us and follow us, we're at Worst Ever Podcast and Worst Ever PC on Twitter. I am Christine Lakin. You can find me at Yo Lakin. And don't worry, I'll be back soon. Lent is almost over. And then you can also email us at Worst Ever Podcast at gmail.com, or you can send us or me Starbucks gift cards. I heard you. No one's <laughs> pretty fired up about the I'm obsessed with the Starbucks, Starbucks. gift cards. Oh, I, I'm, listen, guys, I'm my points are going down because I had to use a lot in New York. It's so much more expensive in New York than Starbucks. Yeah. And then um, you can find me at Alec Led on all social media. I'm trying to learn the Instagram. If anyone wants to send me a tutorial, that'd be great. And if you want to TikTok, teach me how, that'd be great. I'd love to do a whole class. All right. All Fuck right. off. Uh, Rob. <laughs> cool. Hey, uh, you can find me at para on Twitter at para.jpg Ugh, on Instagram. Um, I like Cheesecake Factory gift cards. Oh, I have a no. bunch of them. Rob, do not. Used, you're not even. You know, the I, more of them that I accumulate, Rob, the, the bigger, the more people I can take. Rob, uh, the more of a thing it'll be. Yeah. I'll go to Cheesecake with you. I hate we can yeah. split an 18 pound salad. No. Yeah, wonderful. I that love me- it. That well, menu is a nightmare. I love the Cheesecake Factory. I can't stand it. It's my one of my favorites. No, but I will take Starbucks gift cards. All right, thank you for listening. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll hear you next week. See you.